Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini-series on the Fit Design Podcast, where we take bite-sized pieces of the Fit Design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized episodes. On today's episode, we have the last and final part of our need-to-know fashion vocab series. As a fashion designer working in the work in the field over the last four years, I know that there was a lot of terminology that I personally struggled with and sometimes even felt embarrassed for not knowing when communicating with clients and manufacturers. On today's FitBite, I'll take you guys through the last part of our three-part series in terms of my key need-to-know fashion terms so that you can look and feel like a pro every single time, no matter who you're dealing with. Some key terms that you'll definitely hear, especially when dealing with the logistics component of your supply chain are first, going to be UPC. This stands for the Universal Product Code. What this is, is a combination of a machine-readable, scannable barcode, as well as a unique 12-digit number. When we combine these, what happens is, you're able to actually call out the SKU, or the stock keeping unit of a specific product. We usually see these UPC codes directly printed onto the packaging of a garment, and honestly, the easiest way to describe them are, they immediately provide a retailer or a manufacturer with the specific SKU for that product without having to take the product out, unpack it, and identify it. Number two stands for work in progress. This refers to all status updates that a factory will provide on all in-production projects as well as all sampling projects. This is an absolutely integral part and don't underestimate the value of a WIP when it comes to making sure that a project is on track, on time, with all the necessary details that you've outlined. COO stands for country of origin. Again, this is quite self-explanatory and we've done a separate video in the past which actually goes into the nitty gritty of how the country of origin of a specific good is determined. But all you need to know about this is it's an indicator of the origin of the good and it's usually used for export and import purposes when it comes to shipping and importing a product. Number four is FOB. Here, we're moving into shipping terms. So pay attention because these can be quite confusing. FOB stands for free on board. What this is, is an indicator of when a buyer officially takes ownership of the goods and when they're actually become liable for any charges, theft, misplacement of these goods in a free on board shipping arrangement. The buyer actually takes ownership of the goods as soon as they leave the warehouse. So any additional costs, transportation fees, insurance fees, imports, duties, and taxes are on the buyer in this case. At number five, we have DDP, or otherwise known as delivery duty paid. This is a shipping arrangement between a seller and a buyer where the seller assumes all responsibility and all costs of a specific shipment and the goods in it until it reaches the pre-approved destination that has actually been agreed upon between the buyer and the seller. This is in benefit of the buyer because the seller here is actually responsible for all additional duties and taxes until the goods actually reach the final destination. Number six is DDU. So similar to DDP, this means delivery duty unpaid. 
unlike DDP. Here, the buyer actually assumes all responsibility for the goods once they reach the country that is the destination country. So if the goods are being shipped from China to the US, once they land in the US, the buyer is responsible for all additional duties and taxes before the goods can be cleared to be transferred on to the final destination warehouse. Last but not least in this section is the HTS code. This stands for the Harmonized Tariff Code. This is a unique code assigned to each specific product category. And what it's used for is when it comes to internationally traded products, this code is used to identify a category for this product, which is then used to calculate the tariffs upon import into the final destination country. The second and final section in this episode and in this series actually is that of design and planning. This is an area that I'm particularly familiar with, so I do use it on a day-to-day -day basis. The first definition or the first term that we're going to come across is that of BOM. This stands for Bill of Materials and is sometimes included in the tech pack. It's a master sheet that shows every single part that goes into the production of a finished product. It'll outline the zippers, the logos, the fabric, the drawstrings, the aglets, eyelets, so on and so forth, and is used to create an incredibly accurate estimation of the cost of a specific product. Number two is UOM, or the unit of measurement. This is a definition of the specific metric unit or the specific actual unit that is used when it comes to defining the measurements and parts of a specific product. This can be something like centimeters, inches, yards, so on and so forth. This is particularly important when you're dealing with fabrics. You need to ask what the unit of measurement is. Is it a linear meter? Is it a square meter? Is it a linear yard? Because this will have a big effect on the final cost that you're going to incur in a product. Number three is POM, or otherwise used as points of measurement. These are the specific points on a garment that are used for recording certain measurements. It's very common to see these points of measurements or these measurements taken on a completely flat garment for accuracy and consistency. Some key points of measurements that you're definitely going to get exposed to, especially when defining garments or designing your garments are going to be things like your center back or CB. This is a key point of measurement where you're going from the center back of the neckline in a straight line all the way down to the very bottom of the hem. Also, you have CF, which is your center front measurement. This, again, similar to the center back, is measured in a straight line, except it's measured from the highest point on the shoulder, typically the edge of the collar, in a straight line all the way down to the very bottom of the hemline. Number six is SS. This is pretty much self-explanatory. This constitutes the very most outer seam that constitutes the edge of a garment. We also move on and we have seven and eight, which are SN and DN respectively. SN being a single needle stitch. The easiest way to tell a single needle stitch is by looking at it. If you see a single thread line, that's a single needle. And if you see a double thread line, that's a double needle. Number nine is GG, which stands for gauge. This is a measure of the number of stitches per finished inch. Typically we measure GG or gauge in SPI, which stands for stitches per inch. If you have a 10 SPI, this is 10 stitches per inch, so on and so forth. Number 10 is USP, which stands for Unique Selling Point. 
This is a marketing strategy employed by a brand to show how its products are actually different from that of its competitors. This is essentially how a brand will position itself and will allow its products to stand out from the crowd and will encourage customers to buy its products as opposed to that of its competitors. That is pretty much it guys. That is a wrap on this feedback and actually on this series. If you guys enjoyed it and learned a thing or two, please consider leaving us a review and letting us know how we did. It really does help us out and we love to engage with you guys. Again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fitbite. Until next week's episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fitbite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.